Hello listeners, it's Mitch Lewis here from Form Guy Breakdowns and welcome to another episode of the Preview Podcast where we go through each week's South Australian Metro Race Meeting. So this week, uh, Morfittville course proper, Saturday the 4th of November. And back on the course proper, we had a week off. We were at the parks last week. Uh, track conditions, look, clear conditions are forecast. The track's currently a good four, so I'd expect it to remain at a good four. Not quite warm enough yet to see it upgraded to a good three, so we'll probably get some even coverage and it'll be a very even track. Uh, rail goes out slightly than it was the last time we were here, so it's out to the plus six metres for the entirety. Look, it doesn't really affect it too much at that range. We've got the bigger, wider course proper, so uh, six metres, I'd still expect it'll play pretty evenly and every runner should have their opportunity if good enough. So we've got a 10-race program for today, headlined by the listed John Letts Cup over the 1,800 metres. Um, as always, I'll probably skim over the ones I'm not super keen on, and I'll want to dive into four. So races 2, 5, 9, and 10 are the ones we're going to have a deeper look at, but we'll skim through the rest, starting with race 1. So this is a 1,600 metre BM78. I've put number 3 on top, Thirsty Guest. Um, Horse in form, was third in the Gawler Cup last weekend. Not a lot of meat on the bone for this one, but I think he should just be winning. I I think his runs have been really good. Found a bit of trouble in the Gawler Cup and still come home reasonably well for third. So up slightly in trip. It's going to suit him. Uh, Next, number two, Yuri Royale for the Jolly Team. Consistent horse. He's starting to find his feet now. He'll be third up, and he's a winner third up. I'm I'm sort of just waiting for him to get to fourth up. Um, It may be an easier race, but, yeah, he looks one that you'll be able to follow probably the next prep. And then Paddy Payne's visitor, number one, Kwong Tri, is going to close out the picks in this. Just always respect the stable when Paddy brings one across. He doesn't do it half-heartedly, so this horse will be competitive. He's been competitive in a reasonably strong race at Pakenham recently, so expect him to go close. Race two, so this is a 1,100-metre three-year-old BM68, and it's one of these Rebel Raider heats. Look, I'm probably not going to have a bet in the race, but that's purely because... I think it's pretty open and there's a few handy types in here that I'm going to continue to follow out of the race. So I've put number two, Deep Float Diva, on top for Richard and Chantel Jolly. Uh, It's one, two from two now. He's going really well. Did a lot wrong in his last win, but still managed to get over the line in front. Uh, Barrier one's not perfect for him, but I just think he's a good horse. He's looking for his third win in a row now. I think he'll go close again. Um, He's Looks like he's got a bit of upside, but the next pick in the race, I've gone number six, Kinetic Jewel. We've tipped Kinetic Jewel on this show a few times now. Um, look, maybe just over-raced a little bit last time when she ran third behind Deep Float Diva, so barrier three here. If she gets a little bit more cover, I think she's quite a handy horse in the making. This will be her fourth run this prep. Potentially, she's going to pop eventually, but I wouldn't be surprised to see those two fight it out. And then to close out my picks for the race, number five, Walk Like an Angel. Resuming here today, uh, won a race at Morfittville last prep very nicely and then come out and run third in one of the open grade races. I think this horse is reasonably talented, lightly raced. Barrier two, 
probably go close as well, uh, but one to follow. So those other two horses are deeper into their preps and Walk Like an Angel's just resuming. So we'll follow Walk Like an Angel. And then look, outside of the three picks, Dubonenko's a handy horse. Kalisek's a handy horse. Uh, another house is a last start winner as well, who's going to get a good run from barrier six on the speed. So handy race. Like I said, not super keen to bet into it. I'm probably just pretty keen to watch it and follow a few coming out of the race. Race three now. This is a 1,200-metre BM70 for no Metro win horses. Oh, look, I found it tricky enough. It was the race map that sort of threw me off a little bit. So I've put number two, Miss Muccini, on top. We backed Miss Muccini two weeks ago, I think it was. Um, thinking Miss Muccini here is an each-way play. So barrier four is going to get a good run close to the speed. Uh, she's not really well known over the 1,200 metres, and that's probably my little query on her. But... You can back her each way and trust that she's going to push forwards and be up on the speed and be close to them. So if she can hold on, she's second up and a little bit fitter now. I think we can potentially get that each way price. Uh, the favourites in the next pick, number five, Toes and Water. Got good speed, uh, was a winner two starts back and nearly one last start. But just got hung out a little bit wide coming around the turn and had to do a bit of extra work. That's why I've just sort of gone the each way play in this race. Toes and Water is going to have to do that again from Barrier 10, so I'm just a little bit worried. But if she gets away clean and puts herself in a handy position early, um, she'll definitely go close, and I wouldn't be surprised to see her win at all. I did toss her up as a better bet, but the race map in the end I just couldn't get over. And then closing out the picks, number three, Miss Remsky. Always consistent, will be up there near the speed, was a winner a few back, and then is just taking a little dropping class off her last two so look out for him as well okay so race four now 2028 meter bm68 another one tricky enough put number two ammo more on top ammo more nearly beat silent sorrente last start um and silent sorrente competes in the listed race today so that's a good form line to bring in he's had a pretty good amount of early market support so that's encouraging and he's just informed so he's pretty consistent he's always around the mark and he's proven at this trip so i thought he was a reasonable play in this race number five sir kingsford we backed a couple of weeks ago look he's going to be up on the speed from barrier six he's won two in a row now he's going really well and he continues to step up so if he steps up again this is another step up in class but i wouldn't be surprised to see him go pretty close with an on-speed brave run and then shutting the picks out for this race, number nine, Lights on Broadway. Has won two in a row now. Is your race favourite? Blinkers are on. Um, she's looked sharp in her last couple. I wouldn't be surprised to see her win again, but I would want a little bit more than 2.30 before I got interested in playing. Race five, this is the second of the races I'm pretty keen to get a deeper look into. So this is a 1,050 metre BM72. Another one, not a heap of value here. Number two, Sharipper. I've got Sharipper on top. Sharipper's one of the better bets of the day. I think he will be winning. Um, I was against him first up. I expected he would improve when he got second or third up into his prep. His second up record, he's won two out of three. So that's something that's usually bankable. Uh, but he did win first up. He did do a little bit wrong as well. So he, he sort of did look like he lacked that fitness, but he had enough fight in him late to hold off. Uh, I think it was pressed down. So Sharipa here for me. Some of his form in stronger grades. Last prep, I think, will stack up in this race. 
In saying that, I think number three, Bristler, is his main danger. Uh, resuming here, won two out of three last start and did so in reasonably handy races. So I do think Sharipa is one of the better bets of the day. But in this race, I'm pretty confident that uh, Sharipa and Bristler will be a Quinella exacta play. I think they're definitely the two standouts in the race. They'll go head-to-head early. They'll be up on the speed at each other. Um, and I, potentially these two will run away from the rest of them. And then number four, Hope at Hand to finish out the picks. Jump outs have been average, but that's nothing to sort of look against. The horse has talent. First up runs, three seconds from three. So you know that she's going to be around the mark. And she'll set a little, little bit back. So if those other two go quite hard out in front, she might potentially be set up perfectly to run over the top. On to race six, 1800 metre class two race. Tricky enough. Um, number one on top, Pointless Praise for me. Look, Pointless Praise broke his maiden first up at Strath off the back of two really good trials. Uh, he was third rising in distance last start. It wasn't too far away from him. Up in trip, I think potentially he looks a type where it's going to suit him. I think he'll get a good run from Barrier 5. I'm not really keen to play in this race, but I think you can trust him third up, up to the, up to the 1,800 metres. So Pointless Praise on top in this race. Number eight, Seafring, I've included as well. Um, always consistent. Barrier 4 is going to lead him up. Hasn't won over this trip before, but has three places out of five. So I think he'll go pretty close. He's only won the one race, but he runs you a genuine, honest race. So 240 the place, probably not a terrible bet, but I've just got to include him. He's going to break through soon. He's been very close this prep. So that's Seafring. He's only won one from the 40, don't forget, but you've got to respect him. And then number two, Priscilla's choice. I'm going to close out the picks on this race. Another one that's going to push forwards. Going to look to sort of control the race and will probably need to. Not known as a stayer. Um, Majority of her races have been down. I think the max she's gone over is 1,400 metres. So she's going to have to get it right, but she's got every chance to do so from barrier three. So we're at race seven now. Um, Look, probably the trickiest race of the day in my opinion. This is a 1,050 metre BM64 no Metro win level. So I definitely don't really want to play in it. I've got a fair few in the quaddy. I found number two Jungle Sensation as my on-topper. I thought her recent form at Moey and Mooney Valley stacks up a lot stronger than any of the others in this race. So that's why I've put her on top. Um, She probably finds her race. Some of these Victorians like to come across the border and nab these no Metro win races. So looks set up for Jungle Sensation to do the job. Number nine, Chosen Miss is my next pick. Uh, First up record, place from all three first up runs. Uh, Hasn't lost over the 1,400 metres, so he's probably going to have to improve going deeper into the prep. But David Jolly's going all right. Kayla Crowther takes the ride. I wouldn't be surprised to see this horse flash late and make a good run at him. And then number seven, Rich Memories. On debut for the Clark and team. Todd Panel in the saddle. Just look for money around this horse. If they start, he's on the drift a little bit at the minute, but if you see some late money, I'd, I'd say that they think they're on. So it'd be a good chance there. But Barrier 5 has early speed, should be close to the mark. And yeah, like I said, just watch the market with Rich Memories. Race eight now this is a 15 22 meter bm68 another one obviously i found really tough uh i've put number 10 free vino on top so we had free vino on top in another race last weekend uh his form prior to that was pretty solid he was he placed in three in a row so finally got the breakthrough win he deserved 
Up in trip probably suits him. Um, Jason Holder to ride again. Look, I think he'll go close now that he's figured out the win. He just needs even luck most of the time, so he can probably get that, and I think his best form would go pretty close, even though he's only just won his maiden. Have to respect number one Jenkins. He's won two in a row and beaten reasonably handy runners in both of those. I just sort of thought he's getting right up there in the weights now, and he left his run a little bit late last start, but still did manage to get it done, so... Just slightly concerned what he's going to have to do with that extra weight on his back, but you've got to respect the fact that he's won two in a row now. And number eight, Chipson's the last pick for this race. Placed two from two this prep, uh, a third and a second. Coming out of a race at Narracourt, he steps up slightly in grade here, but this isn't an overly strong race, and we saw what some of his stronger form last prep was, including a win at this level here at Morfittville. So he potentially wants a wetter track, um, but he is a talented horse on his day. So that brings us to race nine, the 1,800-metre listed John Letts Cup. So obviously the headline race of the day. Pretty handy field they've assembled, um, some reasonable horses and some visitors from Victoria. I'm actually reasonably keen on number 10, Party Princess. So Party Princess has just come back from a little stint over in Victoria where she ran some pretty solid races. So she went reasonably close. Um, Two starts back, she was five lengths behind Amelia's Jewel at Mooney Valley. And then last start, she was sixth behind Wishlaw Laths. Both of those were group races. I think it's reasonable form, and I think she's quite a talented horse. She was the winner of the Adelaide Guineas last year, so... I think the 1,800 metres suits. If she gets even luck, I think she'll go very close. And from barrier six, I expect her to be in a pretty handy position. So I think she's got good upside. I think this race coming off her recent form lines is right up her alley. Keen to be with Party Princess in this race. Number five, Pudding goes in as my next pick. So he's a last start winner. He sort of drifted out late. Um, last start winner over this trip, I should say, and managed to knock them off. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him do it again. He gets a similar setup from Barrier 1. All he's got to do is run a race up to what he did that last start, and you'd expect him to be competitive again like he usually is. And then my last pick in this race, number 11, Silent Sorrente. We backed this horse two weeks ago, um, fought off Amo Amor late. Uh, he dropped back in grade that day to compete in that race, and he's rise back up now. So he was coming out of the Balaclava and the Murray Bridge Cups. Contested a BM74, and now he's back to a listed level race. He'll go close. He's been competitive in those other listed races, so this shouldn't be any different. Outside that, look, I, I put a few in the quaddy. Even horses like Aaron Bay, I think, will go really close. The visitor from Victoria. Not usual glorious. He probably wants it a bit wetter, but he's going to push forwards and be somewhere handy enough. And even a horse like Thought Provoking third up has a really good third up record. It'll be a really good race. We're just hoping that Party Princess does the job for us, given her talent. And that brings us to the lucky last, race 10, 1,200-meter BM86. Another one of the day's best bets, number four, Kentucky Casanova. Kentucky Casanova resumes here today. He's had a handful of reasonably good trials. I should, When I say reasonably, I think he won three out of four. So his trial form's been quite handy. His first up form into a prep is quite handy. He's won two out of his three first up starts. He also boasts a win here at the track at this same level. So um, barrier 10 is probably the little query I've got on him. I think there's a couple that might push him out slightly wide. But if he can get across and find a position maybe next to the leader there who I mapped the leader to be number three, River Twain. 
I think Kentucky Casanova has the class to be able to beat this field. He just needs to get the right run early from that barrier, and I think he'll be in a very prominent position, and he should go very close here. I've included number two, Struck By, as my next pick, so... Struck by what is, I'd be a little bit more worried if struck by wasn't drawn the furthest outside. So Kentucky Casanova doesn't really have to deal with trying to cross struck by. Good second up record, just probably needs even luck. So his first up race was quite handy behind this Hayes horse Anilla. I just think if he gets even luck, he'll go close. But barrier 12 is a little bit of concern. If he was barrier three, I'd say he'd be your short price favourite. But I respect his talent and I think he can go. Close here with some even luck. And then eight, Rich Gina closes out the pick. Very talented horse. Does like to get back and run on. Um, They tried to put him up to the pace last up. Put her up to the pace, I should say. And it didn't really come off. So, look, her talent's there. We just haven't seen it this prep. If they're going to ride her cold from barrier nine, she'd probably want some pace on. And she's probably going to get that from... Casanova and uh, struck by from those wider barriers. So just keep an eye on her. Um, Like I said, the talent's there, but she's just not producing at this prep. So wouldn't be surprised to see her jump out of the ground. So there's our races 1 to 10. Uh, What I might may as well do before we get into the best bets, I'll whip through a quaddy. So we'll go back to race 7. That's leg 1 of our quaddy. Um, The horses we're going to include in that are number 1, Irish Mist. Number 2, Jungle Sensation. Number seven, Rich Memories, and number nine, Chosen Miss. We move on to leg number two, race eight. We're going to include one, Jenkins, two, Whiskey and Women, eight, Chips On, and ten, Free Vino. Uh, On to the main event, the Let's Cut. This is leg number three of the quad. We're going to throw in four, Aaron Bay, five, Pudding, ten, Party Princess, and eleven, Silent Sorrente. And then in the lucky last, we're throwing in horses two, struck by, four, Kentucky Casanova, five, Ocean Reward, eight, Rich Gina, and number nine, Wonder Woman. So expensive quaddy this week. It's $320 for the full unit, but I sort of went the more expensive option because I think if you get this quaddy and you get it right, you'll definitely have a little bit of a price there. So that's why we've gone the more expensive route. Morfittville best bets, what I might do quickly is I will just touch on the Flemington best bets. So Derby Day over at Flemington. Uh, Three best bets I've got for you there. Number four, race four, number five, I should say, Triple Missile. I think he finds his right race second up here. Good second up horse and has some good form behind him. Uh, Race six, number one, Shinzo in the Coolmore for me. Uh, third up, the Everest is the key form race, I believe, and it's him and Cylinder coming out of that race. But I think Shinzo's going to appreciate the Flemington straight, so I'm keen to be with him. He's, he presents a little bit more value for us. And then race nine, number five, Tamerlane to finish the day off there at Flemington. Run a really good race second up there at Flemington. Took control of the race and was really strong late, so if he can produce a figure similar to that, I don't think anything in that field should beat him, so he closes out the picks for the day. And look, in the derby, I'm probably not really going to have a bet, but I may as well throw out the pick because it's one of the biggest races on the calendar. Um, Riff Rocket for me, the shorty, I just think his closing sectionals in his last couple of races to me suggest he'll get this trip, and I think he'll be strong over the 2,500 metres. Righto, and in closing, we'll end on the Morfittville best bets. So 
Three best bets for you. We touched on them. So they were race five, number two, Sharippa. Race nine, number 10, Party Princess. And race 10, number four, Kentucky Casanova. Three best bets there. Um, thanks for tuning in. If you need to double-check any of those selections, you can find them all posted now at formguybreakdowns.com. If you are having a punt this weekend, please remember to gamble responsibly and remember what it is you're really gambling with. If you or someone you know is having troubles, you can call the Gambling Helpline on 1-800-858-858 or you can look them up online at gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks again and speak to you next week.